really, really pay honor to him and this opportunity, Pastor. I, I just can't say enough. Y'all know how we all feel about our pastor, amen? I mean, we don't put him on a pedestal, but we like our pastor, huh? We love our pastor, huh? All right. I ain't trying to make you blush, Pastor, but if you, I would tell you, you all that and a bag of chips, amen? Amen. Our deacons, just want to just thank our deacons for your continued prayers and support. Church leaders, family, and friends, I also like to acknowledge, of course, as always, my mother and my brother. I was sitting in the pulpit yesterday, and I looked back at the doors, and uh, and I, 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 I don't know if y'all saw me. I took a picture, and I uploaded it on Facebook, and I said, it's nothing more refreshing than to see my mother and my brother standing at the doors of the church greeting the people that come in so they could be anywhere else but they were here and he had just gotten off from work and still had that I don't know why he don't take that yellow thing off but he had it on I just think he wanted everybody to see him I can get away with that because he's my baby brother y'all he don't like me saying that but he's my baby brother amen and, of course, as always, uh, I want to recognize my aunt and um, my Aunt Betsy and Aunt Mary there. They are here. I called them, and I said, they told me anytime I'm preaching, I better call them and let them know. And they came out. So I want to, and last but not least, y'all know, I didn't even need to say it. Just, just let her stand up and start singing. Amen. <laughs> that's, my, that's my wife. I just want to thank her. Amen. Also, my brothers and Christ, I, Pastor Joe and Pastor Harris and Pastor Trudell in their absence, do we, we, we work in this thing, amen? Amen, amen. All right, let's, let's do this because we made it to the cross, amen? Our scripture comes from Luke 23, 33 through 47, and Pastor Harris did just a, an amazing job in reading it. I just want to read verse 33. I just want to put some emphasis on that if you would just let me, and the scripture says, uh, and when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they had crucified him. And the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left, they crucified him. Well, it's Good Friday, y'all. And on this last leg of Jesus' journey, it has led him to Calvary. Now, I chose the Gospel of Luke because Luke purposely wanted to show Jesus as the perfect man. You, you see, Sister Pickett, my constable notes tells me that the first gospel presented Jesus as the king. That's Matthew. The second gospel presented him as a servant. That's Mark. And the third gospel, Luke, presents him as the perfect man. Luke stressed the saving work of Jesus in the gospel. He presented Jesus as the savior of mankind. So, so you know, I, I, I want to do a little bit of teaching. That's that southeastern image, but I will do mostly preaching if that's all right with you. You see, my brothers and sisters, Adam was the first man, but he failed and gave in the sin in the garden. That's Genesis Three, you see, Jesus is the new man. You didn't you, you hear that Adam was the first man, 
Jesus is the new man, and he prevailed in the wilderness to sin and temptation. Luke 4, 2 through 13 says this, and 2 through 3, I'll read it, says, being tempted for 40 days by the devil, and in those days he ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. You know, when you're hungry, that's when the devil comes at you because he's no, you know, he figured you're lacking those nutrients. And it said, and the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command the stones to become bread. You see, Jesus passed the test of temptation. I, I just wanted to give you a little appetizer so that you would see the humanness of Jesus. It's important that you see the humanness of Jesus, the perfect man. After all, we are talking about a crucifixion. Amen. Uh, our, our sermon topic uh, for this Good Friday is what is so good about Good Friday? I, I mean, Jesus was beaten and he was battered and he was belittled even before being nailed to the cross. So what is so good about Good Friday? I, I, I'd like you to repeat after me if you would. I want you to say, Pastor Stevens. Oh, Pastor Steven, what is so good about Good Friday? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. You see, I asked myself that same question for many nights as I laid in bed. Sister Stevens will tell you that I had some early mornings and some late nights as I went looking for answers in the Word. For the past month or so, Pastor Pickett has been preaching on Jesus' journey to the cross. Uh, each week, Pastor was getting us closer and closer to Good Friday and the cross. Week after week, I took a nugget from each of Pastor's sermon and began to formulate in my mind the answer to the question of what is so good about Good Friday. You see, Pastor Pickett preached that Jesus' journey to the cross was one of temptation. It was a journey of silence and solitude. It was a journey of four lessons from the garden. Amen. Jesus' journey continued during what we call Holy Week. If I can recap briefly Jesus' journey during Holy Week from Sunday to Thursday, it went something like this. Sunday Palm Sunday. They were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Matthew 21, 1 through 11. Monday, Jesus cursed the fig tree and he cleansed the temple. That's Matthew 21, 18 through 19. Tuesday, Jesus' authority challenging Jesus' teachers in the temple. That's Matthew 21, 23 through 27. Uh, and then we had Wednesday, Pastor Harris preached. Uh, Spy Wednesday, uh, Jesus is plotted against, Mark 14, 3 through 11. Uh, uh, and then Thursday, Pastor Joe preached about the Last Supper. That's Matthew 26, 17 through 39. Also Thursday, Jesus teaches the disciples, John 14, uh, 1 through 16. And Thursday, Jesus is in the garden, and then Thursday, Jesus is betrayed. That's Matthew 26, 36 through 47. That brings us to Friday, where Jesus is set to be crucified. 
so you have a snapshot of Jesus from Sunday to Thursday. Amen. I want you to know that on Good Friday, Jesus is carrying his physical cross after being battered and beaten blood, bloody. I want you to know that normally individuals sentenced to death carry their own cross. Uh, uh, but they tell me that Jesus was beaten so badly that they had Simon to come help carry the cross the rest of the way up Calvary. Uh, 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 it said that the weight of the physical cross was nothing compared to the weight of the sins of the world that Jesus was carrying. Amen. Uh, what's so good about good Friday? Uh, uh, for weeks I pondered this question over and over again in my mind. How could something so tragic, uh, something so cruel and calculated be good? Uh, after all, one corner reported that within minutes of being nailed to the cross, this is what the coroner's report said, that Jesus' shoulders and elbows would have become dislocated. Uh, uh, the report goes on to say that in order for uh, Jesus to breathe out, Jesus had to push, uh, push down on the nails in his feet to raise his body and, uh, and allow his cage, uh, his rib cage, to move downward and inward to expire air from his lungs. I uh, 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 Jesus' body was covered with blood and sweat from the scourging that nearly killed him. Uh, Pastor Pickett, my research uh, tells me that normally men don't survive the scourging uh, from the Roman soldiers. Uh, uh, it's just uh, that bad. Uh, normally men die before they get to the crucifixion. Uh, 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 but Jesus wasn't a normal man. Amen. Uh, uh, did y'all get that? Jesus wasn't a normal man amen some uh somebody i mean uh i'm not here to sugarcoat it for you today uh I, I have to paint you the picture and it ain't hollywood amen uh what's so good about good friday uh uh there was suffering and pain there was disrespect and distasteful things that jesus endured i i i i know my brothers and sisters this may not be what you came to hear but i think it's important that we know that on Friday Jesus suffered bled and eventually he died. Uh, 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 uh. You see, I don't know no other way, Pastor Harris, to say that. Uh, I can try to clean it up, but it wouldn't be right. You see, if I sugarcoat it for you, uh, it may appear that anyone could have endured it. Amen. Uh, so, uh, some might get the impression that it was an easy death. Uh, so I got to Keep it 100, as the kids say, amen, somebody. Uh, 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 in fact, my research tells me that the Roman soldiers were a bit surprised that Jesus made it as far as he did. Uh, what's so good about Good Friday? Amen, amen. Listen, listen, Friday Jesus suffered, bled, and died. I need you to wrap your mind around that for me. I really need you to sit here and go back 2,000 years ago with me as, as Jesus uh, making his way to Calvary's. Uh, I, I need you to be there with me as we move through the scripture. God's word is going to show us what is so good about Good Friday. 
All right, now I, I, I had to ask myself, what was so good about suffering? I had to ask myself, uh, uh, come on, Kenny, what is so good about bleeding and dying on a cross that took 32 years to develop uh, for a bunch of people who didn't like you anyway? And uh, for some of them, they hated you enough that they lied on you to get you to the cross. Uh, what is so good about Good Friday? Uh, 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 as I read the scripture from Luke, something stood out at me. Uh, Christ and the two criminals, one on his left and one on his right, they placed Jesus in the middle of two convicted criminals. Uh, the scripture says, and some scholars said that uh, it was uh, to further shame him, uh, while others say that God had him exactly where he wanted him. Amen. Uh, 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 they thought they was putting him there to shame him, but God had something else in mind amen god wanted uh, him in comparison for sin right in the middle amen somebody so let's walk through the scriptures to calvary i want to walk through the scripture the calvary's cross to see if we can find out to see if we can figure out and to see if we can pull out what's good points uh, what's good, what God points out about what is good about Good Fridays. So so here we go, Luke 23, 33, it says, And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left, it, it was not bad enough that they crucified him, but they placed Jesus, an innocent man, in the middle between two known convicts, uh, two known convicted criminals, who deserved to be where they were, but Jesus did not because he was an innocent man. I have to ask the question again, what is so good about Good Friday? Then in verse 34, while hanging on the cross between two criminals, Jesus spoke these words. I, it just amazed me every time I see these words. He said, then Jesus said, uh, Father, forgive them for, uh, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And then it said, and then they divided his garments and cast lots. Uh, I have to ask you this, uh, my brothers and sisters, did you see what had just happened? We uh, Here we have Jesus on the cross. They have already beaten him bloody, and now they have Jesus hanging between two criminals. I, I need you to see that. Now, remember, we're back 2,000 years ago. You can imagine the difficult in Jesus trying to breathe. Now imagine that he gets up enough breath to speak to God on behalf of these jokers, these fools. Uh, oh, oh, okay, all right, Pastor Stephen, don't call them fools. Well, how about their foolishness? Amen. Somebody whom, uh, uh, whom had battered and beaten and belittled Jesus, and now they, had, uh, ra uh, 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 they have raised him up on the cross, and while Jesus is Hanging there, the Bible says that then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. They uh, uh, they beat him and battered him, and then they hung him up on a cross, and he got up enough breath. I already told you when they put the nails on him, he had to press down, to press, raise his body up just to breathe. Now he's trying to speak, and when he spoke, he didn't speak about taking him down. He was speaking, asking forgiveness for uh, the ones that did not know what they were doing, amen, somebody. Here you have the people 
and the soldiers mocking Jesus. Saying if you are who you say you are, then save yourself. I mean just the arrogance in them. If you are who you say you are, then save yourself. Listen, listen, I, I read that thing, and what I got of it out of it was what they did not realize is that Jesus was not the one who needed saving. See, they was too blind to that. Jesus was not the one who needed saving. And, in fact, he was speaking and asking God the Father for forgiveness uh, for them. They didn't realize that Jesus was saving them. They thought they had him on the cross. And he needed to be saved. In fact, he was saving them. I'm going to preach this thing, somebody. I, I, I know some of you, like me, may have been wondering. Uh, 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 we talked about uh, uh, the men and they cast lots. And I had to figure out those lots. What was that? Well, some descriptions say they were uh, gam uh, uh, gambling over Jesus' clothes. But, Pastor, I Googled the word lots. And then the Got Question website tells me that. Casting lots could have been sticks of different lengths. While well, Pastor Joy said it could have been stones or some kind of dice. Uh, they said that the closest modern practice to casting lots is likely flipping a coin. Amen, somebody. Can you imagine Jesus hanging there and uh, they missed the fact that he is asking for forgiveness on their behalf, uh, but they are too busy gambling over who's going to get his garments. I asked the question, what is so good about Good Friday. Uh, uh, in verse 35 through 38, we see people standing around looking uh, on with rulers who sneer, saying he saved others. That seemed to be their best uh, words they had to say. He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the chosen God. Even the soldiers mocked him, offered Jesus sour wine, and they uh, even placed an inscription over him that said, this is the king of the Jews. I asked a question, so uh, what is so good about Good Friday? Uh, imagine here Jesus hanging on the cross and people looking on with the Roman soldiers mocking him. They were just uh, 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 hailing Hosanna, Hosanna on Sunday and mocking and crucifying him on Friday. It is amazing how mankind man can change like that. Amen. Uh, uh, I just say uh, I'd like to spend a little time with you now, if I could, on verses 39 through 43 and then 47. Amen, somebody. You see in verse 39 through 43 uh, uh, of Luke, we find one of the criminals calling out Jesus. Uh, Matthew 27, 44 tells us that both robbers who were crucified with him reveled him with the same thing. But you see, Matthew does not record any one coming to Jesus' defense. But in Luke 23 and 40, Luke informs us that one of the soldiers came to Jesus' defense. You see, uh, something happened to one of the robbers 
on the cross because one of the robbers, he says, if uh, you are the Christ, uh, uh, he said, save yourself. You see what's taking place. The criminals uh, are hanging on Calvary alongside Jesus, one, uh, uh, on, one on the left and one on the right. Do you see what's happening? One of the criminals takes on the position of the crucifier instead of the crucified. Uh, let me say that again in case you missed that. One of the criminals took on the, the, the position of the crucifier instead of the crucified. Uh, but I don't know uh, uh, if you caught this because he threw it in at the last minute. The criminal who took on the position of the crucifier, he said, uh, save yourself and us. Uh, uh, isn't it funny how people want to include you in their mess? When you have not asked them to, uh, I don't remember the other criminal saying us. He didn't say include me in your stuff and your mess. You don't need to be talking for me. You just talk for yourself. I can. We both hanging up here. I can talk for myself. Oh, but but he had the audacity to say it. I, I said he threw it in there. He said save yourself and us. Uh, uh, uh. It's funny, like I said, how people want to include you in their mess when you have not asked them to. Your name just get thrown in the mix when, in fact, you did not want to be in the mix. Amen, somebody. Uh -uh. That's what the other criminal said to the one who continued mocking Jesus. The scripture in verse 40 said uh, he, meaning the other robbing criminal, rebuked him. And then he asked him the question of, don't you even fear God? Uh, look, he's saying, don't be speaking for me. I got my own voice. Uh, he, don't you even fear God seeing you are under the same condemnation. Uh, 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 you know, like I, you know how I always like to do good hope. I'm going to go 21st century for you. I, and, and, and my 21st century, this is what took place. Uh, uh, I, I would guess that the other, the other criminal said, what do you mean save us? Uh, you ain't talking about for me. You're not speaking for me. Don't you know what is going on here? We know that we are deserving to be where we are, but this man, uh, uh, he said, this man, a righteous man, a just man, a sinless man, uh, 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 God, he, uh, he is the Messiah. He is the Son of God. He has done nothing wrong. Uh, 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 did you see what uh, took place there? A convicted uh criminal uh, came to the defense of the Christ. Uh, let me say that again. A convicted criminal came to the defense of the Christ. Uh, after rebuking the fellow uh, criminal, he turns to Jesus. Powerful moment. He, 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 he turns to Jesus. He just finished talking to this. I won't call him a fool. We'll just call him another criminal over here. And he looks over at Jesus and he I get chills when I Hear what he said to Jesus in verse 42 says that then he said to Jesus, he listen what he called him. He said, Lord, uh, 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 remember me when you come into your kingdom. Uh, uh, did you catch that? A criminal seeking salvation. Well, ain't nothing wrong with that. Amen. Uh, a criminal seeking salvation. Uh, 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 not in a church, uh, not in a cathedral, uh, uh, but hanging on across uh, uh, next to Jesus. Uh, if I had to be anywhere in that, uh, in that type of 
uh, circumstance, I sure hope Jesus is in the middle. Amen. Uh, Y'all get that when you go home. As long as you got Jesus in the middle, everything is going to be all right. See, he knew enough to recognize that. Amen. Somebody, I, I know I have messed this thing up. This is what he is saying. I imagine him saying, I, uh, saying uh, to the Lord that I know I'm unworthy. I know I done messed this thing up. I, I know there's a price that I have to pay for what I did. And I like that. He's saying I'm not making any excuses. In fact, I'm talking, I'm talking, taking full blame for what I did. You see here, he said, but I do recognize that you are the Messiah. You see, he wasn't asking God to take him down from the cross. I didn't read anywhere where he was asking Jesus to save his life. Uh, did you catch that when you read that? As many times as I read that, I said uh, he's hanging up on the cross and all of that excruciating pain. If you, you recognize that this is the Messiah, I'm saying get me down off this cross. But he said I'm going to own up to what I did. The buck stops here. But this is what he said. I, I love what he said. But he said I do recognize that you are the Messiah. You are the son of the living God. And then he said, and if it's all possible, now this is 21st century, he said, if it's all possible, if you can find it, oh my God, Lord, yes, he did. He said, if you can find it in your heart, if you could have mercy on me, he said, would you just remember me when you come into your kingdom? Uh, I don't know where he heard Jesus speak, but he had to hear him speak somewhere to understand it. You see, that's why uh, uh, Pastor uh, uh, God just tells us to plant the seed uh, uh, and it will grow. Uh, somebody, I, I have to think in my uh, 21st century mind that he had to hear Jesus speak somewhere. That seed had to be planted somewhere. Uh, even though he went uh, to the wrong side, he knew enough while he was on that cross to recognize that he was the son of God. Amen. Somebody that what Jesus did for us on Calvary. He allowed us to, we make mistakes and we can come on back to the father. Amen. He said, if you could just have mercy on me, would you just remember me when you come into your kingdom? He said, I'm just an, and this is me now. He's saying, I'm, I, I'm just an undeserving sinner. But if you remember me, uh, you don't have to go out your way too much. I'm not asking to uh, be saved from my pending death. I'm not asking to be taken down off the cross. I'm not even asking uh, pardon uh, to be pardoned or my sentence to be commuted. What I'm asking is that you remember me when you come into your kingdom. You see, this criminal recognized that on this side, it's temporary, but what Jesus was going is everlasting. Our, our salvation is just like that. Amen, somebody. I love what he said. Did you catch that? I, I, I love that. Uh, he knew what he knew that he knew. Uh, uh, did you catch that, though? This criminal was defending Jesus. This man has done nothing wrong. Wasn't that the same conclusion that uh, another a king uh, with the little K came to? Uh, they tell me, Pilate came to it too, but he did nothing. Uh, he didn't even try to defend him. What he tried to do was slick his way around him instead of standing up like the criminal did. Uh, that, uh, 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 I just wanted to put that piece in there. You see, how is it that a criminal on a cross could recognize Jesus, come to his defense, but those whom we 
who have seen him and been around him did nothing. Uh, somebody tried to explain that to me. You know, it is uh, like Pastor preached uh, a while back. He said they got caught up in the hype of the crowd. Amen. They got caught up with the what's trending popular. Uh, uh, crucify was the popular word. So that's what they went with. Uh, uh, we got to be careful about hanging out with the popular crowd. Amen. Uh, mama always said if they jump off a bridge, will you follow and jump off with them? You better have enough sense to stand there and watch them jump, and then you get back in your car and drive off. Amen, somebody. Oh, I got to keep this keep this thing real. Uh, check, out, check it out, Jesus, what Jesus said to the criminals in verse 43. And Jesus said to him, assuredly, oh, yes, he said assuredly, meaning certainly, definitely, Jesus said assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Oh, you can't get, I, I got chills under this jacket. He said, oh, surely, he means right now. He said, you're going to be with me. Uh, where That means wherever I go, that's where you're going to be. Uh, that means definitely, that means uh, certainly, Jesus said, oh, surely, I say unto you today. He didn't say you got to wait till tomorrow. He didn't say, I'm going to wait till you get baptized. He said, no, 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 wait till you get this or that. He said, uh, 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 he said today you will be with me in paradise. Uh, Jesus, did, Jesus did not come down from the cross and baptize him first. The criminal received salvation from the cross. Isn't that a good thing? Uh, let me bring this uh, uh, home for you right now. Luke tells us in verse 44 through 46, now it was about the sixth hour and there was darkness all over the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened and the veil of the temple uh, was torn in two. And when Jesus has cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Then the scripture says, having said this, he breathed his last breath. He breathed his last breath. But check out what happened in verse 47. Because uh, I'm, I'm asking the question, what is so good? about Good Friday. Uh, so, so, so when the centurion saw what happened, he glorified God saying, certainly this was a righteous man. Uh, 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 did, you, did you catch that good hope? He said, certainly this was a righteous man. Now, this is uh, the persecutor of Jesus. This is the, the, this is the, the soldier who is got him up on the cross. I, I, I could tell you this is the same one who has been mocking him all that time. Uh, but uh, uh, look, look, Jesus made it so that when Jesus uh, breathed his last breath, he still gave us the opportunity to get it right because he realized that this wasn't an ordinary man. Amen. Somebody, uh, I can tell you, he knew something was, had uh, happened differently. Uh, amen. Somebody was so good about Good Sunday, about Good Friday. Well, you asked me the question, what's so good about Good Friday? I'm going to quickly share with you the answers to what is so good about Good Friday. I, I, I will back those up with some scriptures for you so the next time someone asks you what is so good about Good Friday, you can tell them, Pastor Stephen said, what is so good about Good Friday? Calvary met Christ. That's what's so good about Good Friday, Luke 23, 33. Uh, good, what is so good about 
Good Friday, sinners met a Savior. That's Luke 23 and 40. Uh, what is so good about Good Friday? Uh, salvation met the Savior. That's uh, Luke 23, 43. Uh, what is so good about Good Friday? Guilt met grace. Uh, did you hear that? Guilt met grace. Luke 23 and 46. Uh, what's so good about Good Friday? Hate met love. Uh, I don't know about you, but that's that unconditional love because I always say if it was Pastor Stevens and y'all had me up there, y'all would be in a lot of trouble. I don't know if I can say, Father, forgive them. I'll say, call them 10,000 angels and take care of these rascals. But he did not do that. I'm just keeping it 100 with you. Uh, he, uh, so, so what's so good? Hate met love. Uh, meanness met mercy. Luke 23, 34. And uh, this is the last one. I want you to know what's so good about Good Friday. Failure met forgiveness. Luke 23, 41 through 46, what he's saying is we might mess this thing up every now and then. We might backslide every now and then. We might make a mistake every now and then. But failure meant forgiveness. That's what the purpose of the cross. I don't know how else to say it, Pastor. Uh, 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 I'm going to get ready to take my seat. But before I do, if I could just leave you with these three verses from this song. It said, at last and did my Savior bleed. And then my sovereign die, would he devote that sacred head for someone such as I? He said, uh, was it for crimes that I had done? He suffered on the tree, uh, amazing pity, grace unknown, and beloved, and leave and love beyond degree. Uh, but uh, listen what he said, but drop of grief can never repay the debt of love I owe. Uh, uh, he said, uh, uh, he said, uh, here's, Lord, I give myself away to all that I can do. And then he said, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden. Oh, come on, come on, come on, good hope. He said, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away. Then he said, it was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the way.